people first it's january 15th 2021 we're breaking in a new year and we're coming on strong with our podcasts i'm really excited about what some of the things that we have lined up this year already uh jordan and i sat down and really made a good plan of some stuff that we can bring to you guys that's going to help you get through this year and uh, you know i just want to do a, a special shout out to all our international listeners i'm just was humbled by all the people from all the different countries that tune in to listen to us uh, on Friday. So thank you very much. We're going to do our best to give you all that we have this year. So keep listening. Tell your friends. We appreciate it. We're going to start this year off. We're going to do a series on leadership this year. And I'm going to tell you what, we need it. With the, the state of, uh, for all you international leaders, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm sure you've seen it on the news, but our country is a wreck. Uh, with their inauguration getting ready to happen next week. We're changing presidents. We've got, you know, the, the feuding going on between the parties and so forth. We've got social unrest. What we need in this country, what we need in this, we could break it all the way down. We need it in our government, our state, our communities, whatever the case is. We need better leaders. It's truly what we need. We need people that understand what leadership looks like, understand that leadership is about the people, and we need people who are ready to step up and become those leaders. So I'm going to talk about leadership for more than a few episodes here because I want to get a really good handle on what that should look like. I'm not going to talk about 401 PhD type of leadership. I'm telling you what, we just need to get to the basics of what real leadership should look like. I mean, we're not even at the 101 level in a lot of areas in our lives. So if we could just all raise up to that particular level there, I think this country, the people as a whole would move forward. But we got to understand what is it that leadership looks like? I read a long time ago and it kind of shaped my my thinking on how I like to train that Vince Lombardi. Now, Vince Lombardi, if you don't know who he was, he was the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. And he was also the GM, I believe, at one time for the Green Bay Packers back in the 60s. Okay. And I know that was a long time ago. He won championship after championship after championship. He continually churned out these championship teams. And one time a reporter asked him and said, hey, coach, how is it that you're able to win and continue to win year after year? Because that's not easy in professional sports. And he said simply this, we're brilliant at the basics. We're brilliant at the basics of what we do. And once I started thinking about that phrase, brilliant at the basics, if you think about it, that's what we need to be. We need to be brilliant at the basics. We don't need trick plays. We don't need special plays. We just need to be the brilliant at the basics of leadership. And we will move ourselves, our country, our team, whatever it is that we're leading, we will move them forward if we just understand the very basics of leadership. So that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to break leadership down in all different types of form. We're going to unpack what that looks like for you. We're going to start giving you the tools and resources you need to be better than you were when you started listening to us on this episode. How does that sound? That sounds pretty good, right? Okay, let's start with something I like to talk about when I talk about leadership. It's about the inside. The inside. If you're going to be a great leader, 
you have to take a deep look on the inside of yourself. Everybody's always going to tell you that leadership is about the people. I get it. You're right. Leadership's not about you. That's what you're going to hear in every book that you open up. It'll always going to tell you that your greatest resource will always be your people. Actually, your greatest resource will always be the right people. That's a whole nother episode, but your greatest resource, your people. But before you become a leader that truly can move people and influence people, you got to be right on the inside. John Maxwell says this, the bigger you are on the inside, the more you can give on the outside. So today's episode, we're going to start with the self. We're going to start with three concepts. We're going to talk about self-worth, self-discipline, and self-awareness. These are the things we need to work on on the inside to be the leader that we need to be for our people. So let's get started. Let's get started with self-worth. Self-worth is basically how you feel about your innermost self. The value that you place on your life. You have to be good with you before you can have that positive attitude and that impacts others. In other words, you have to value yourself and have self-worth. I want you to think about that for a second. Do you know someone that doesn't feel they have value? Do you know someone that doesn't feel their life is important? Do you know that someone that doesn't feel very highly about themselves? They struggle with the self-worth. This is serious business. Self-worth is just that feeling that you have good qualities and that you can do good things. So I got to ask you, and really, you've got to ask yourself, who are you? Do you believe in yourself? Because I know there's been times that I have not believed in who I am. And and it struggled, and I struggled in that point in my life. But you have to believe in yourself. Understand this. There are 7.6 billion people in the world today, on this planet right now. Do you understand that you are special? Do you understand that you are important? There's never been a person like you before you. There will never be a person like you afterward. You are unique. You're gifted and you've got to believe that you are accepted. You've got to know that society will tell you all these different things about how you're supposed to be. I'm telling you right now, you are only supposed to be you. The world needs you and you are absolutely priceless. But understand that price tag that you put on yourself is the same price tag that that others will place on you. If you don't believe in yourself, most likely other people will feel the same. You've seen those folks. You've seen people who don't believe in themselves and you don't believe in them as well. As leaders, we have to have the confidence or people will not have it in us. We have to show that confidence and that's why we can influence them because they know we believe in ourselves and we believe in them. Understand this, self-worth occurs When you imitate others instead of being yourself, I don't want you to be anyone but you and only you. I want you to be the very best version of you and who you were born to be. Who you were born to be. So the question might be, John, okay, that sounds good. You know, I struggle with myself because I know, I guarantee you, there's somebody out there today who's listening to my voice who's struggling with who they are. I know that. 
So I want you to think I'm talking directly to your heart because I am. So how do you build self-worth? What are some of the things that you can do to build your self-worth? Let's talk about that. Let's break that down a little bit. First of all, talk positive to yourself. Yeah, you know that conversation that you have with yourself every single day. Everyone talks to themselves. I know that you do. And sometimes that talk is not very positive, is it? Sometimes that talk kind of breaks us down. I'm telling you right now, that conversation that you have with yourself is the most important conversation you're going to have all day, except when it comes to speaking with God. Outside of speaking in your faith, this is the most important conversation that you'll have all day. What you say about yourself to yourself is what you believe. I'm going to say that again because maybe you didn't catch it. What you say about yourself to yourself is what you believe. So what are you saying to yourself? Are you breaking yourself down? Are you building yourself up? Are you telling yourself you're not good enough? Or are you telling yourself that you can get through any obstacle, any challenge that comes your way today because you have confidence in who you are and your abilities because that is what you need to say to yourself. You need to tell yourself that you're going to go out and make an impact in somebody's life today. As a leader, we're going to go out there and we're going to change somebody's life today. As a leader, we're going to go out there and influence somebody in a positive way today. That's what we need to say to ourselves. And we need to do this first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning, you need to learn to get your mind right. Get it right. Get it focused. Get it moving in the right direction. What's your morning routine look like? Focus on who it is you're going to be and how and what the best version of yourself looks like. Focus on who it is you're going to be, which is going to be the very best version of yourself. And focus on what you're going to accomplish. First thing in the morning, how am I going to be the best version of myself? And what am I going to accomplish today? Let's get our minds moving in the right direction. Who can I impact today? Who can I influence today? there's something out there that you got to get in front of that inspires you, that moves you, whether it's you read something inspirational, is there some type of music that kind of puts you on a different planet? You know what I'm talking about. Maybe a podcast. I don't know, like a People First podcast, maybe a YouTube, maybe, I don't know, maybe a People First YouTube. You can check all that out, right? Whatever moves you, you need to get in front of it. If you're struggling, go find that thing that inspires you. We got to get our minds right. We got to talk positive to ourselves. We got to get the right focus. Number two, what is another way that we can build self-worth? Well, how about adding value to others? The feeling you get when you serve or give something builds your self-worth. Do something extra for someone today without any expectation of anything in return. Yeah, just do it because. No expectation of anything in return. See how that makes you feel. See how that makes you focus on who is it you're going to be today, what you're going to accomplish, and let's figure out who we're going to add value to someone. So let's add that to our morning routine when we're getting ready. Who are we going to add value to today? How are we going to help someone else along? So self-worth, you guys. I want you to be good with you. I want you to be your best you. And some of us are struggling to figure out what is my best you. Well, it's who you are today right now. It's who you're working on being. Your best you may be coming, but who are you today? Are you the very best version of you today? What can you do about you today? 
Most importantly, though, I don't want you to be anyone but you. Just you. Because you are gifted. You are special. I want you to understand you have value on this planet at this time. You're here for a reason. So let's start by feeling value by understanding that we have self-worth. Okay. Self-discipline, tough one. What is self-discipline? It's the ability to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses. The ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite temptations to abandon it. There's your Wikipedia definition of self-discipline. The ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite temptations to abandon it. How many of us, right, wish they had more self-discipline. I can almost feel the arms going up right now, whether you're in your car, whether you're at home, at work, right? We all wish we had a little more self-discipline. Make sure you understand that self-discipline is not something you're born with. It's not so, oh, he's gifted. He's just so self-disciplined. No, it's a mindset. When I hear people say, I just don't have a lot of self-discipline, I said, no, really, it's just that, that task, that issue, that whatever you're facing, whatever you're trying to accomplish is really not all that important to you because when it becomes a priority, it's amazing that you develop that self-discipline. So let's talk about some steps about becoming self-disciplined. I want to give you an example of a time that I was coaching a couple young men and we were talking about self-discipline and both of these men were like, okay, they're, they're, they struggle with it just like I do myself. And I decided, okay, we're going to do a challenge this week just to prove that we have self-discipline. I said, um, this was a Friday coaching session. I said on Monday, we're going to start. And by Friday, we're all going to have lost five pounds a piece. And they, uh, I'll be honest with you, they kind of looked at each other. They kind of looked at me and like, okay, John, how's that going to happen? I mean, if you think about it, it's five pounds, right? Everybody would like to lose five pounds, but five pounds is not that difficult if you focus on it. So we went to these steps. I'm going to walk through these steps and I'm going to come back and tell you how we did it. So the first step is you got to define what you want. Number two is you got to describe the changes required. Three, you got to find role models and mentors. Four, you got to identify any roadblocks or obstacles that might come your way. Five, you got to develop a plan of action. Six is accountability. This all comes from John Maxwell's book on self-discipline. So this is kind of his formula. And let me walk you back through how we decided we we're going to lose five pounds. First of all, number one, we defined what we wanted, right? We wanted to lose five pounds from Monday to Friday. We want to be five pounds lighter. Two, we had to describe the changes required. What do we get? We had to change the way we eat. We can't continue to eat the way we do and lose five pounds because we were not eating well. So we had to change the way we eat and we had to increase the amount of time that we exercise. And honestly, we weren't all exercising all that much. So we had to increase our time in the gym. Number three, we had to find role models and mentors. We used yourselves as role models and mentors uh, during this time. Four, identified roadblocks and obstacles. Okay, so some of us travel during the week. And any of you guys out there who travel know this. It's hard to eat right when you travel. It's easy to go through a drive through grab something quick. It's easy to eat late in a hotel. So we had to identify any roadblocks or obstacles that might get in our way and figure out how we're going to get around those. And then we developed a plan of action. And one of our plan of actions that kind of fit with accountability as well is 
we would text each other, take pictures of each other when we were in the gym. I would get a picture every morning of these two guys. They were, and all I would see was their feet, and I would see the scale that they were standing on, and they would show me what they weighed, right? Because every morning we'd weigh in and we'd record our weight. And then we held each other accountable through these pictures, through these actions. By Thursday, we had all lost more than five pounds. So when we rolled into Friday, we had already won our challenge. It was really cool. Now I know, like I said, for many of you out there say, hey, it's just five pounds, John. Anybody can do that. Well, you know what? They weren't sure they could do that. But with a good plan, and even after that, I was still getting pictures in the morning of their feet and the scales. I was still getting pictures of them on their, uh, on their bikes or in the gym. So it was a cool thing that we had created. Self-discipline is a mindset. You just got to realize that if it's important to you, you can get focused on it and you can become self-disciplined. But leaders, leaders need to be self-disciplined in so many parts of their lives, from their emotions to their tasks, how they handle people. There's so much discipline that's required to be a great leader. So let's focus more on being self-disciplined. So that's the second self. Let's talk about the last one, which I just think if I'm going to pick one, I'll be honest with you. I think this is the most important and that's self-awareness. I can't tell you how many leaders I know as I've been in my career as in, in HR departments and as sales manager, I was a sales manager, a VP of sales. I've done a lot of different things in leadership positions. I've been very um, honored to serve with a couple different companies and I didn't realize how important self-awareness was at this time. Psychologist Sheldon Kopp says this, all significant battles are waged within the self. Your greatest enemy is you. To have an opportunity to reach your potential, you must know who you are and face your flaws and fears. That's pretty heavy, but this dude is right on. Sheldon Kopp was right on when he said that. So let's talk about some steps. Let's talk about some ways. Let's talk about some methods that we can become more self-aware. All right. So let's, the first one we want to really dive into is we got to take a, a long look in the mirror. Just who are you today? And who is it you're trying to become? Are you the very best version of you like I talked about earlier? If not, here's the deal. What are you doing to get there? I want you to understand if you can't see what you want to be, you will not be it. If you can't see it, you will not achieve it. I don't care how you rhyme it. The point is, if you can't see the person or the things that you want to accomplish, if you can't have a picture of that in your mind, you're not going to get there. So what does the best version of you even look like? I want you to get that picture in your mind and start working towards that. What will the best version of you even act like? What are those qualities, characteristics that person has? I want you to start thinking about that so you can start moving towards it. As a leader, I want you to ask yourself this as you're looking at yourself in the mirror. What kind of leader am I? This is a tough one. You've got to be honest with yourself. Don't fool yourself because you're not doing yourself any good by lying to yourself. What kind of leader am I? What kind of teammate am I? Am I a good teammate? Am I a good coworker? My good servant to my people, my good servant to my company and the people that I work for. What kind of teammate am I? Here's a tough question for you. Ask yourself this question. 
What is it like being on the other side of me? What is it like being on the other side of me? When I'm talking to somebody as a leader, when I got somebody in front of me that either I'm coaching or counseling or they're telling me about an issue, what is it like being on the other side of me? Am I listening? Am I attentive? Do I care? Do I show confidence? Do people want to follow me because of the person I am and the way that I act? What is it like being on the other side of me? That's a tough question. But it's a question you got to ask yourself when you take that long look in the mirror. Two, you got to examine and recognize your weaknesses. Everyone has flaws. Everybody's got them, right? But very few like to admit that we have them. Very few of us like to really take a long look and say, okay, this is something I'm not good at. But in order to change your behavior, you must recognize that it's got to be changed. You got to understand it's got to be changed. I want to tell you a story. This is years and years ago. I was in a men's Bible study and we had a assignment for the evening that we were supposed to go back to our family and ask our family, what is one thing you guys think I need to change? Here's the interesting thing. And I probably have told this story before. That's okay. I'm going to tell it again. I'm right in the middle of it anyway. So here's the interesting thing. I asked that question at the dinner table. And all I have three kids sitting at the dinner table. They're in middle school and high school. And my wife's sitting on the other side. And all three of their eyes got big. They all looked at me. And then they all looked at their mom. And they didn't say a word. And then my wife looked at the kids and then looked at me without saying a single thing. All four of them knew exactly what it is that I needed to change, but I didn't because I didn't recognize my weakness within the family. I was not self-aware of the things that I was doing that maybe were uh, negative or disruptive in the family. I wasn't aware of it, but I made a pledge that night that I was going to do my best to change that from here on out. What is it that you need to change? What gets your goat? What makes you angry? Do you know when it's time to take a step back and take a breath, right? Are you aware when it's not a time to address somebody at work as a leader, when it's not time to address somebody at home as a leader, as a head of the family or whatever the case may be, because you need to take a step back and take a breath. You need that self-awareness in your life so you know how you're behaving and what makes you behave in ways that may not be positive because we all have those things. Three, we got to discover our strengths and build on them. Like flaws, everybody's got gifts and talents, right? We got flaws. We got some positives too. And understand these gifts and talents. Make sure you hear this. Understand these gifts and talents are not for you, but to be shared with others. They weren't given to you for you. They were given to you to share with the world. And we got to build on those gifts and talents daily. So how do you know what those gifts and talents are? Yeah, John, I've heard that a million times, but what's my gift? What's my talent? Well, let me ask you this. What things come naturally to you? What, What do people seek you out for, for advice? Why do they come to you? What are you passionate about? A lot of times you'll find your gifts and talents are found within your passions in life. I'm passionate about trying to make people better in any possible way that I can. I'm very passionate about it. And hopefully I've recognized I've got a gift in that somewhere. Sometimes I I, I second guess myself, but that's what I'm passionate about. Discover your strengths and build on them. 
Don't take them for granted. You got to build on those strengths. And the last one I want to talk about is face your fears. I've said this before too. I just want you to hear it again. Your greatest achievements are just on the other side of your greatest fears. I'm going to say it one more time. Your greatest achievements are just on the other side of your greatest fears. Staying in our comfort zones is easy, but in order to lead, we must always be growing. And when we're growing, we're outside of our comfort zones. That's how we grow. That's how we grow. We got to continue to move forward. We've got to learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable. The minute we stop moving forward, our team suffers. Our team will not move with us. We cap our team when we don't move forward ourselves. Building your self-awareness is a must if you're going to be a leader who makes a positive impact on others around you, right? Leading and leading is and always will be about others, but we make an effort to continually work on ourselves. We have to make an effort to continually work on ourselves. We got to, the bigger we are on the inside, the bigger we can be on the outside. It's just how it works. So self-worth, self-discipline, self-awareness. So before we get into all those other qualities, all those characteristics that we're going to talk about when it comes to leadership, I want you to focus on who you are first and be the very best version of you. And I promise you, you'll be a leader that people will be attracted to because you have that self-worth, you have that self-discipline, and you have that self-awareness. Okay, that wraps up the leadership lesson for today. We've got a lot of episodes coming up about leadership, so I want you to stick with me. I want you to hang with me on these podcasts. I'm John Parker. This is People First. Hey, Jordan, why don't you take us home? Hey, feeling good, like I should. When in Durga, walk around the neighborhood. Feeling blessed, never stressed. Got that sun.